0: that we can finally have the first podcast in a long time not done on Skype. <laughs> hey! Yeah, I, it's been a big project in my house to get my home studio set up. We're I'm about 90% there. Yeah. 90% there, but uh, the benefit is that we don't have to go to the school, which, I mean, I like the school studio because it's Great boys. It's more of a professional studio. Which is
1: the best. Stay in school.
0: Yeah, same school kids. But at least I can uh, feel good about being at home. Don't have to rush, don't have to go on anybody else's schedule but our own, except we kind of do have a bit of a schedule to go by today. <laughs> awesome really. awesome wants his cheesecake. Let's just say that. We uh, we went on a nice Yorkdale run, bought some bought some shoes. Bought some shoes. Bought some shoes at Steve
1: Madden. Bought some shoes, bought some cheesecake. Cheesecake factory. Shout it's,
0: out. it's a great it's a great day when you can get shoes and cheesecake on the same day
1: yeah so it's a lethal combo
0: it is a lethal combo uh, we're still working on getting the microphones set up on this new uh, new uh, mixer that I bought. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm just fiddling with the headphones thing right now. That <laughs> you're, got wrapped around. You're making awesome. this a chore. I'm making this a chore because it got wrapped around your cord somehow.
1: Yeah, I'm. I apologize. Yeah, this is going to be a mess now.
0: Um, but that's that's fine. Uh, we're off to a great start Talking. on this podcast. Talking. Talking. Things.
1: Um, Jake Gardner.
0: Oh well, we're gonna get to. We're gonna get <laughs> to. Our, we're gonna get to. Oh, boo! We're gonna get to that in a second. Um, but let's start off with the fact that the Toronto Maple Leafs Dave, ended. Dave did get the headphones out, by the way. Yes, I, I did. did. <laughs>
1: the struggle's over.
0: The struggle is over. Now I'm getting it into my chair properly. All um right. So the Toronto Maple Leafs did beat the Tampa Bay Lightning last night, and yes, boy, that was a that
1: was an experience.
0: It was an experience. Um, shout out to Freddie for a <laughs> great bounce back game. But, look, and and for the people, and there are people saying that, you know, Freddie, they rely too much on Freddy. It's pretty much what happened with Vasilevsky last time. Although, I will say that the Leafs, like, it wasn't, there aren't all bad, like, really tough saves. Like, Vasilevsky was doing, like, you know, acrobatics and stuff when he was making those saves against the Leafs. Yeah. At least Freddie, um... Was it was more about positioning and getting those cross crease passes and everything. So, I'm happy with what I saw from uh from Freddie last night. Uh, oh, by the way, we're recording this on the Friday. if People are who may be yeah, getting on to this later.
1: This is, uh, is pre Florida Panthers.
0: Yeah, the Sunshine State. They're still in the Sunshine State. Sorry. Not a
1: bad not a bad little weekend. You get to go to Tampa. You get to go to Florida. But then you got to get back. Whole are they? They're they're.
0: I think they're playing Arizona me, you in. You get to Toronto. go to Sunrise.
1: You're already in Florida.
0: Yeah, so you get the Saturday. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to be play, doing the. Uh, no fishing trips. No fishing trips this time. Um, but they, well, they played Monday. yeah In at home against Colorado. <laughs> they and, did. And uh, oh yes, they oh did. that was um, that was quite something. But then they, I'm pretty sure they didn't fly out until Wednesday to florida so it's not like they no got to enjoy maybe that was the benefit is just look with the way things have been going lately i'm the type of person like yeah you know when you deserve a vacation once in a while take the vacation but when your team that's played like the leafs have played lately you know maybe you need to earn earn that right to uh enjoy some of that
1: yeah it's uh you know it is what it is the people twitter lost their mind let's be honest the whole Jake Garner thing aside, uh, there's a lot of finger pointing going around after these last couple losses. A lot of it, which honestly unwarranted is this lazy narrative. That's oh the Leafs are eight and seven since William Nylander got back in the lineup. It's like shut up. Yeah. So let's, we're going to get, um...
0: <laughs> if do you watch the game? Yeah. It's not Nylander's fault. I think we should just, yeah, let's just dive right into it yeah. because um, look, based on the game last night, There was no point in the game, 5-on-5, that felt like the Leafs were dominated.
1: Nope. There were stretches where they were hemmed in for a bit. Which, I mean, against the Tampa Bay Lightning,
0: it's going to happen.
1: There were a couple shifts where they were stuck out there forwards and defense got gassed. Um, It is what it is. The Tampa Bay Lightning are a fantastic team, and you're going to have to go through that. Yeah, and I think... They're going to the make pe- you earn The penalty your win.
0: kill was I was you, you know you want if when ever-, ever the Leafs went on uh on a pe- like they took a penalty you just say your prayers because look Tampa Bay Lightning have a great power play so even if the Leafs PK was good you still have your your reservations but um their second
1: get, power play unit is like guys that most teams would love to have on their first.
0: We talking about Tampa or Toronto. Tampa, Well, Toronto was who is Tampa
1: more? I, so. I
0: don't even think I remember seeing because basically Tampa's second power play unit doesn't go out until
1: no they run it like the Leafs where that Hedman Kucherov Stamkos unit stays out. Sorry, they have Kucherov Stamkos Hedman Point and Palat is their fifth.
0: I think Pullat. I think Sorelli gets on there too as a yeah. front presence.
1: And then they have their second is like Kalorn Tyler Johnson. Uh, Adam Ernie's probably on there. He's yeah, and Tampa's then you got Sergeyev. Yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. Like, it's better than the Leafs' their power play. I mean, I okay. Let's let me. Just overall, well, they're, they're
0: two since units. since we're on that. Let's bring up the fact that what makes Tampa's power play so efficient and so dangerous. You have the weapon from the point.
1: They have three bombs.
0: You have Kucherov and Stankos from the side. Point in front. He plays kind of the he plays the bumper. The, he plays the Nazem Kadri yeah. position, and then. Um, I would think it was Sorelli because Sorelli was the one when they were having the empty net. So I assume that yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. same thing where he's kind of like the Tavares in front of the net, you yeah. know, get the whatever comes up. So it's like, and then you, uh, you look at the Leafs power play, which still, still has its issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's the weapon? What's like M- Mitch Marner is the weapon, I would assume.
1: Sort of the difference between Tampa and Toronto's power play is that you have Stamkos from the top left circle, or sorry, top. Um, yeah, left circle. The hash marks. Then you have Kucherov from the hash marks on the right side. Then you have Hedman. It forms a triangle, and all yeah. three of them can just bomb it on net.
0: You can't. You can't say, "Oh, we're gonna go after the one guy." You just can't no. focus on one. And they one. showed
1: the Leafs when they were hemmed in at the end of the game before that empty netter. They were just whipping the puck around, and all three of them were shooting. Yeah. There was no one guy. The issue with the Leafs power play has been, and it's efficient when it works. Well, let's not say that this is an issue, but everyone and their mother knows that Mitch Marner's getting that puck and slap passing it on that.
0: net. Well, and what the, what we know is the Leafs aren't going to be pounding the shots. No. Like Tampa, it was get the puck on that, get the puck on that. gear God just throw whatever the you Leafs have. have.
1: The Leafs have three plays on the power play. It's Marner mm-hmm. slap pass, uh, Marner... Cross crease. Marner cross crease to Matthews, or Marner uh, Tavares rolls out from in front of the net down to, like, the low trapezoid. Yeah. And then centers for Cadre, who puts it on net. Those are their three plays.
0: Now, my question is, do you think that's more personnel of what they have available for Babcock, or is that just whoever is running to the power play? Because I, I don't think it's Babcock. I think it's... Um, no. One of the... I think it's... Um, Hiller,
1: maybe. Hiller? Maybe. I think DJ Smith yeah. runs the defense. He
0: runs the defense in PK. So, I mean, Babcock has a say on what happens there, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So, is that is I that what we're seeing? Or is it just the team thinks that I, sticking to what works for them is what's going to get them out of this slump?
1: I think what Marner's done a very good job of late is just in general, not even just on the power play, shooting the puck. Um... I mean, he's got like something like 15 goals or close to it since December when he started shooting. Yeah. Like, he's been on a ridiculous pace. He scored again last night.
0: Yeah. Um, and that wasn't on the power play, by the way. It was The goal that
1: time. sticks out to me is, um, what was the game? They played against Boston. Yeah. Uh, Marner, instead of throwing the slap pass, threw a slap shot short side. And go yeah, it just took a clapper. Yeah. Not, not even a Rass hard straight. shot. It was just... No, just beat Rath straight. He's very accurate. He doesn't have the hardest shot in the world, but he can place it where he wants it.
0: And when he's in the right right position, too. Yeah. Um, and you notice also, and somebody I pointed this out to me, too, how many times teams are blocking shots on the Leafs, like willing to lay down the body. So you've got... Um,
1: they had 17 blocks going into the third last night. Yeah. That's a crazy number. I mean, that's if you get a defensive effort like that, you're going to win more times than not. Yeah,
0: so it's like teams know that the Leafs don't necessarily have that... It's a lot easier to sacrifice your body when you know that the what you're gonna get like what you're um, w- like you're not gonna get extremely hurt.
1: Matthew's had a like, block last night. Yeah. it was accidental. <laughs> he didn't mean to. I, block I don't it. like
0: the accidental blocks. That's for He turned sure.
1: around and and Stamkos wired a shot off his leg, but <laughs> it's a stat.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, you know, I the Leafs. There's a lot of people saying like, "Wow." I mean, you lose that game to Colorado, you've lost two straight, had a bad game against Boston, and then you have to play the best team in the NHL now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the worst time for the Leafs to meet against Tampa. And it's like, no. This is honestly the best time, in my opinion. This
0: is exactly... Look, nothing gets you over such a tough, tough stretch. Yeah. Then, like, The worst thing you can do is go against a crappy team, yeah. like New Jersey, Vancouver... Think that what you're doing is right Then go up against a team like Colorado That basically brings back Everything you've done wrong And remind, bring you back to reality That's what happened The Leafs had reality Kick them in the face against Colorado and
1: Colorado isn't the most skilled well, team What
0: happened the night, the night, two days later They beat the Leafs 6-3 they, they lose Not even lose Ottawa Pure Domination by Ottawa in the first period Yeah, I watched and, that game
1: the thing is, I say that they are not the most skilled team. Colorado, mm. they unquestionably have the hottest line in hockey. They
0: have the they have a skill on one line, then rely yes. on hard work they're, everywhere else. They
1: outwork the other team. Yeah, all even the first line. They and it's, they and, grind the team into the ground. They're recycling all over the
0: Leafs. And it's not Bruins grinding where you're. They're like cr- crushing people. No, yeah. It's just body pit laying down the body and all. They that
1: cycle stuff. you into the ground. Yeah. They did it to the Leafs. Yeah. And the Leafs couldn't handle it. Exactly, and that's why Carl Soderberg got the chances he did. That's why Carl Soderberg has a hat trick. Yeah, that's the end. Well, I mean, two of the goals were short-handed, well, and empty net. But and
0: and I think that was probably the biggest takeaway from the Leafs last night. They looked like a team that was more invested in working and and doing what it takes to get the puck. Um, Zach Hyman being on that Matthews. Uh, I hope Babcock sticks with it. Yeah, the worst thing you can start doing as a coach is just flipping around
1: just,
0: just keeps over the place, just a panic move. I, And Backhawk doesn't like doing it either. He no. only does it out of necessity. And I think this is something he needs to just keep the way it is.
1: You know what I I really did like? And I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Was uh, Matthews, Brown, and Hyman down the stretch. Yeah. I thought that was a great line because they cycled off. That, the was, that
0: was, you know what? We give, Connor Brown has received a lot of criticism this season. It's, and
1: It's simply because he hasn't put up points yeah there's no question connor brown's a skilled player and he can he and zach hyman together are such a terror on the cycle they are because they're so good at protecting the puck and they're hard on their sticks or they're and they and they're sticks. relentless
0: yeah like as a line two would have been what two years ago matthews brown and hyman at times yes it would have been for a good like they were aligned for a bit
1: uh during away games they were Babcock yeah. would put them out. Exactly. There
0: you go. It was the away matchup. Yeah. Because they'd play
1: Nylander with Matthews at home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you saw Connor Brown, Uh, he re- he was rewarded with, no, I think, what, 20 goals in that season? Yes. His in 20th season? was the tip-in that
1: got yeah. released in the playoffs.
0: Exactly. So, people are wondering what's going on with Connor Brown. He's not being asked to play with a Matthews. It's um. a...
1: Freddie Gauthier and Par Lindholm are a big step down from Austin Matthews and whoever's and it's with. It's
0: funny. Him. I'm seeing a lot. I'm I'm liking the skill that Par Lindholm brings on that line.
1: He's been great. I love Par yeah. Lindholm.
0: I think that line, if you give them a little more a cha- little more of an opportunity offensively, they can. Yeah. Chip like they can be. They can give you something. think no- Gauthier's
1: been impressive in his own right. He yeah. His skating looks great.
0: His skating has improved, and he. Underhill's
1: done a job with that guy.
0: I mean, Barb Hunterhill's has done a job with of a lot of, lot guys. of guys, so yeah. she deserves a lot but of credit.
1: specifically, Frederick Gauthier did not look like a guy that was going to be able to skate that well. well. If you had told me three years ago that Frederick Gauthier would be skating this efficiently down the ice.
0: Yeah, it probably wouldn't have happened. Um, so, yeah, that's a line that, you know, the thing of what the Le- – people are, are trying to figure out different things, the Leafs struggles, um We'll get to one of the takes in a second. <laughs> um, well, two of the takes, sorry. But Nazem Kadri not scoring in how many uh, in a month.
1: Oh, that was salt.
0: It's going to play a factor. Patrick Marlowe has not looked great offensively. He
1: scored, but let's say this. It's one game. They got to get a stretch going where they, they put need, up points. Now,
0: I'm not expecting to go on a three straight stretch. but like No,
1: but more efficiently.
0: And it's like, you know what, Kadri's been missing even just the easy. Like, he should have had two or three goals. Marlo and
1: Kadri are two different stories. marlo has been a little, he hasn't really gotten near the net to get any high danger Mm -hmm. chances, or not as much as he was last year. Kadri's been all over the net, and And, just can't score. And
0: Marlo seems to not, like, he was a guy that was blowing team players away with his speed. and He still has that speed. I don't
1: think he's being asked to do what he did last year. No. I think his... especially with Tavares there, I think a lot of players have had their roles taken back a bit because yeah. they are playing less minutes.
0: Well, yeah, let's well let's just think uh, the Tavares, how much he his line plays, with
1: okay. and they're the matchup line.
0: They're yeah. the matchup line. They but they also Marlo doesn't get his normal rotation of
1: minutes. No, well that's what I'm saying is he's not yeah. asked to go out and skate be the fastest guy on the ice and do all this stuff yeah. he just has to go out and be a good compliment player you know? it
0: is hard to ask a player who may be okay well actually while it's we, hard
1: to ask a player that makes 6.25 million a year to be a compliment player as a third, from the Leafs a standpoint a third line
0: player like people are saying oh he's getting paid look do not get on Patrick Marlowe for how much he's being paid that is no. not on him that is on the Leafs that's on that's on the market Okay, so here we go. He would still be in San Jose if the Leafs didn't pay him the money, do. This did. this is why I wanted to bring up. Actually, wow. This uh is actually a lot less than I expected. <laughs> so, or like so Marlo when he was with the Sharks yeah. was averaging tw- 19 to 20 minutes a night. Yeah. His final season with the Sharks, he had um if i'm right here yeah he had he averaged 17 minutes still put up 27 goals by the way which is pretty good um with the leafs he was paying playing just under 17 minutes a night and this season it's the same thing again um and i think he could i mean he's easily gonna get he should get 20 goals yeah um that shouldn't be what's he at right now 11
1: okay yeah that's possible
0: um, he is even fifteen would be good. He is taking less shots. I think what the issue with the Leafs is right now is they're not getting those volume of shots. No. Something someone analytically, I don't know if it's just analytics are telling them your quality of shots are just your, your quality of shots isn't there. From how many? How they're, much? They're shooting. getting Carlisle,
1: which is they're still winning, but they're not taking. They're not out shooting anyone.
0: No, and it doesn't matter if they outshoot anybody. Or not. <laughs> we can talk, talk about Randy Carlisle. <laughs> wow, well, oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, Anyhow, but it's just a matter of they're not getting enough. Like, look, Jay Gardner is not shooting as much as he used to. and catch, I don't think, is shooting as much as we've seen him in the past. Um, the Leafs teams are just know what the Leafs are planning on, do, what they plan, what their plan is, making those nice passes or those stretch passes. There's inefficiencies with the with some of the things that they're doing. But they're not doing enough when it comes to just getting pucks on net. Yep. And look, I understand that you're trying to go for the more, more of the perfect shot than the. But look, even some of those shots tend to yeah. go in, or even get deflected, or create a rebound. That's something Babcock I think needs to bring up a bit
1: more. Yep, it's. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, they're still winning. They're finding ways to win, and they're getting their chances. It's not like they're being outshot like two to one every night no we're not they're they're getting their opportunities so it's just some nights are better than others
0: the big I mean let's just go to the big story now and that's (laughs) that's what Jake Gardner you and I have heard and I've heard many takes about this and it's what I've noticed about what's going on with Gardner this week is all the players you see all the players any player being asked about the situation, whether it's a past player, yeah. a current teammate, they all have the same take.
1: Yeah.
0: Every single one of them. Colby Armstrong has had the same take. Um, Jeff O'Neill has had the same take. Carl has had the same take. Morgan Riley. We even listened to uh, to Whitney on the Spin Chicklist podcast. All have had the same take. Yep. Gardner's a good defenseman. Made a mistake. They 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 did mention. I mean, except for Riley, Riley's is not going to say he made a mistake. The teammate's not going to do that. But yeah. he made a mistake. But he's a good defenseman. And that's it. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: But you go to a guy like Craig Budden. Uh, I'm trying to think of guys who were critical of him, like media guys of Gardner. Yeah, guys who. I mean Craig Button was his biggest critic Out of all the guys That were giving yeah. takes about it Brian Burke We know what Brian Burke's Gonna say about Gardner
1: He's a big fan of Jake Gardner He's a
0: big fan of Jake Because he's the one That traded
1: for him So I see I mean Let's be honest Everyone was critical Of Jake Gardner In the moment I was critical Of Jake Gardner In the moment I was too Cause That's just a play that I mean Jake knows He's an NHL defenseman He knows He's got to be better on the puck there. It was also a weird—he gave Soderberg the inside. There he jumped.
0: Well, what happened was, and I—I I re- I rewatched the play a couple times. Is he tried to make that quick turn to the right with the puck, but yeah. he didn't have clear possession of the
1: puck. Soderberg cut inside of him and then stripped him, which is where the issue was: is he left the slot wide open because he tried to curl to the outside boards?
0: Yeah, and look, he—it just in the moment he didn't—he wasn't able to think. Of the right play. I mean, he had a guy draped on his back. I mean, it's a very tough play to make. Yeah. I can understand that. People
1: that are criticizing him, it's not an easy play. It's not. It's easy to make the guy look because it looked bad on TV. It was definitely not a pretty play by Gardner. But that is not an easy play to make. That is not a routine thing for a defender to what do. What
0: he was trying to do was an easy play to make. I think he could have made it easier for himself if he... Look, you're on the power play. Soderbergh is the only one uh, pressing you. Maybe the play could have been to just move the puck out of danger. If you didn't feel like you had the right play, just play it somewhere. And hopefully, like, Mitch Marner was coming back too, I think.
1: Yeah, well, so that's how, another thing is a lot of people don't want to blame Mitch on that play. There were people
0: who brought who up, brought, I mean, people it's, weren't giving Mitch. It's not a great move. It's not. It's and, but Mitch is going to get... Also,
1: Mitch knows that. Mitch knows that, yeah. They're pro hockey players. They're not just, oh, really? I didn't do this thing right? I had no idea. They know. I, I just also think that it's
0: just, even if Marner did make the mistake, but Jake was the one that was could
1: have... Well, Gardner's the one that's going to be the poster boy of... the. Critique, yeah, nobody's
0: going to call a Marner in that regard because that's...
1: But that plating doesn't happen if the puck gets over the blue line. Yeah. Is the point.
0: It doesn't, but it wasn't... It It wasn't. It like... is what it is.
1: It's a hockey play.
0: Now, of course, I wanted to bring up the booing. Yes, um, you did. I I think everybody has the same take except for Brian Burke, which is... Shut up. Um, Brian, Bur- Brian Brian Burke's take was shut up. Don't you dare. My take is you pay to be at the games to voice your frustration if something happens to cheer if you like something that's happened. It is your right. There's nothing that says you cannot boo. Nothing. I don't. I don't remember reading anywhere. P You can't throw on the ice. You can't throw something on the ice unless it's a hat. You can't be abusive. Like if you're abusive, ushers will. Yep
1: probably take care of that although oh, yeah. if there's fights if there's anything yeah. that's the only thing you can boo you can you do can, whatever the hell you want you can Bronx cheer your own players you can you can You can cheer for the other I've team if it. you want
0: I've heard it I've heard it at other arenas Garrett
1: Sparks got a Bronx cheer on one of his last starts yeah after he gave up a couple of goals
0: now let me let me bring up something here I think why the booing has become such a big thing is you don't see it in hockey like you do in other sports oh. Other In hockey, you rarely see teams boo one player. Or fans boo one player. You rarely see it. You see it in football. You see it in baseball. Oh, you definitely see it in soccer, especially out in... <laughs> uh, oh, it's funny.
1: I have... After uh, Italian Soccer knows a lot about oh, fans booing their own players.
0: Uh, have you ever been to a game in Italy? Have you seen what fans do? Fans have gone... Inter Milan, their fans were sanctioned. They weren't allowed to go to a they Inter had to play a game without fans because their fans were screaming racial remarks.
1: At their own players? And were at, No, it was at an opposing player. I, I can speak from experience with soccer because I cheer for West Ham. They have Patrice Evra, mm-hmm. or had Patrice Evra, and he was kicked off of Napoli, was it? Uh, I believe I'm so. drawing a blank on the team he was on. He kicked one of his own fans in the face because they were saying something to him. They're the. the <laughs> that's we how are, serious that we, it gets in soccer.
0: Fans here in North America, especially hockey fans, are light years better than what fans are like overseas. Yes.
1: But. It but it, Now. This situation happens. I mean, Patrick Waugh asked for a trade out of Montreal because of that Bronx cheer he got. Yep. Well it just there was probably other factors. Other, but, yeah, yeah. It's but not, that pushed them over the edge. Yeah, that was the thing that was the one straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. But <laughs> things like that have an effect on hockey players is what I'm getting. It does. At. Now, these aren't these just because they're robots in interviews doesn't mean they're not people off the ice.
0: I will say the only two issues I had with the booing. One I can understand you booing the play. I don't agree with the constant booing every time he touches the puck. Because a he still has a game to play. It was three two.
1: This was. Like, Leafs were
0: still in the game. This
1: was Ten minutes left in the third period.
0: <laughs> Let's not boo the guy. The re- like the last thing you want to do as a fan is make it worse. You want him to realize what he did was stupid. Yeah. You did not agree with it, but the guy still has to play the rest of the game. Yeah. Babcock benched him for the rest of the second period. That's fine. Demoted him. I don't mind that. He finally sent he, a message.
1: That's good. He made a bad play. You, yeah. you sit. You don't sit a defenseman for an entire period because of one play. Wow. Who's about oh, five no, minutes? Six no, no. Like yeah. some people were saying, like just staple Gardner to the bench oh. for the rest of the game. It's like he's in your top four. You put Igor he's, is going to play top five. He's always
0: second. Always second in the Leafs and, and behind minutes, Riley. Behind Riley. Yeah. Maybe Hainsey gets there sometimes with those a penalty. It still to take
1: like 12 penalties.
0: Um, but, like, let's be real here. I didn't appre- – I don't think – look, you boo him, you sent your message. Constantly booing him, now you're kind of taking it a little far, yeah. I think. And, like, some people are going to say, well, you're okay with the booing, but you're not okay with the constant booing. I just think you don't get anything in- by continuing the booing throughout.
1: Yeah, it's um... – Oh, man, I don't even want to talk about this.
0: We have to, though. I, yeah, like We have to. This is something, I and look, I know it's something that's been talked about already a lot, and but look.
1: Real quick, because the first time Gardner touched the puck in Tampa Bay, there were got boos. Booed. There were boos. But obviously after the game it came out that it was Tampa fans that were booing them, not the Leaf fans. There was somebody that clarified that.
0: Thank you. Thank you to whoever did clarify that because yes, I, don't I thought your it have their name Leaf fans. at the moment,
1: but I did see it that it was Tampa fans that were getting like making fun of Leaf fans for booing Gardner. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious to me. It's hilarious. Yeah,
0: because um, Tampa I love that kind of stuff. Because Tampa, I oh, mean, do they really boo anyone?
1: No, they're the best team in the league. They don't have anything to boo. About. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's just oh, it's so dumb. I agree with you. It's you have your right to do it. You do. But... Don't, don't don't overstep. I think. I do not I do not even condone the booing of players when they come into the ACC. Oh, like they do Subban, it with, with Suban. Funouff is
0: hilarious. FNUF is funny. FNUF was funny when it was in Ottawa on his own. Phil rank. Kessel
1: gets booed every time he touches the puck control. What the hell did Phil Kessel do to you fans? So let me let me let's boo uh, him. He's the best offensive player we've had in the last decade before Matthews. Mm-hmm. Boo. Okay, so
0: Austin, um, You've been to how many regular season games for the Leafs?
1: Less than five in my whole life.
0: When was the last time you went to one?
1: Uh, like a regular season game? Yeah. Was 2013 or 14? We played the Wild. Okay. Um, I've been to a Leaf
0: game this Recently, year. Yes. Recently. Recently. Um, what you hear from fans? Yeah. These are fans. Now look, you pay your money. Uh, there are people who pay the money. Uh, to go to games and I look at them and I'm like your fandom I look I, I don't think fandom should be uh measured by how much you pay to go to a game Yeah, I think that's you don't have to be
1: a, a as long as you're in the arena good for fan. you I don't think you have to be a die hard lease fan I've sat in the front row in the ACC and I've sat in the farthest row back yeah. in the ACC there's not a bad seat in that barn oh no. but my, my point is that well that's what I'm saying yeah. is it doesn't put a price. You don't get to boo more because you bought yeah. a $600 seat in the 100 level. You can mm-hmm. see the game for wherever. You can pay $110 to be in standing room that's to how get much the th- full experience. That's
0: how much it takes to get in the Honest If anyway. you're
1: wondering why I've been to less than 10 Leafs games in my life, preseason, regular season, otherwise,
0: I will say that the last Leaf game I went to, I didn't pay for it. I think the most Good. I ever paid for a Leaf game was when I went to the Centennial Classic.
1: I didn't pay. I didn't pay for the game I went to. The last regular season game I went to. Neighbor couldn't go, and they gave me the tickets. Wow, that's uh,
0: very nice, neighbors. No kidding. Um, they moved. The, the point <laughs> so I, I don't get tickets. So anymore. the point I want to make is these are Leaf fans who have held season tickets for years, and I've seen some of them. Uh, some of them are not the most educated uh, bunch when it comes to the newer, t- like what the team is like now. There are some. There are many. I'm not saying they're all like that. But it's, there is a group. I've heard them, I the way I hear them talk. This is even when Phil Kessel was here. The thing was, fans didn't have the appreciation for what Phil Kessel was because of how he was portrayed. It's the same thing as Dion And how Faneuf. he is. And how he is, really.
1: Dion Phaneuf takes a lot of flack. And for good reason. He had his follies and he's and not his
0: the imperfections. I think part of it, too, is just how they're perceived by how they talk and how they that, act and that stuff. guy
1: in his career with the Leafs played with Keith Ollie Carl Gunnarsson Carl Gunnarsson like uh, the most Mike Koska ins- he Mike Koska was arguably the best defensive partner that year that Koska played very well he was arguably that was the best
0: one of the betters, defensive
1: yeah. pairings for ever played on he played with Robodot for a minute he played with Tim Gleason. No, yeah For a minute When Gleason first got to the team He played Mike, with I don't Lyles I think
0: Mike was there
1: I don't know He played with John Michael Lyles
0: mm-hmm. John Michael Lyles Could have been the better one If Karani Carlisle Knew how to use A defenseman like him It's just
1: uh, That's what I have a problem with Is booing those players If They did something bad Or slated the team Or asked out Like Vince Carter For a long time Yeah, I don't want to Get too far away from the point That's fine but Vince no, Carter's true Every that. time he's here No
0: because fans have realized...
1: Fans have gotten over themselves and realized he was the best player this franchise has ever seen. And
0: what he has done for this franchise based on putting Astral. it on the map. And what
1: Dion Finuff and Phil Kessel did for the team is not... I'm not making the argument that he, they are the Vince Carters of the Leafs. Because it's farther from the truth.
0: Further from the truth. They, they are just guys
1: that were the top players on this team when it was a very dark period. And they were the only lights. Well,
0: I think what it was, it was players that were... When the team wasn't doing well, they were the guys being paid the most. Yep. The guys. They and were look, the whipping boys. And unfortunately, the media didn't have the best... And we've heard stories about yep. how Kessel was with the media and how Faneuf... I mean, Faneuf will always talk. But it's just... They weren't the guy. They're not like the... Um, and look, there's something about... I guarantee if Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, any of these guys... even I don't even think Tavares would be like that. But if certain guys were in... Let's say you take Phil Castle, put him in the situation the are in now. Yeah. Versus you take the young guys and you put them in the situation Phil that Kessel, Kessel probably, and FNUF was.
1: Can you imagine Phil Kessel with Nealander and Matthew?
0: Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah.
1: Oh, baby. But it's, That line's flying. It is.
0: And Phil is probably... That line also 10. plays
1: zero defense, but that line is flying.
0: Uh, Matthews can play defense.
1: <laughs> Neilander and Kessel are just sitting at the opposite blue line waiting for an outlet.
0: No, I, I don't They're think They're hanging so. around the Leafs blue line. Anyhow,
1: But I'm just what I'm saying uh, is this team is way more exciting, obviously. It is. Every team, as we were listening to spit in checklets, mm-hmm. Wit said he's the team's whipping boy. That's absolutely true. Oh, he's been the whipping Gardner, boy for years. Zaysev, Ever since Fun up in the The team's whipping boys. I can't think of a forward that's really a whipping boy because the forwards are very efficient. Sparks oh, is also we know a who the whipping boy.
0: is. Boy is now in the forward group, and it's Neilander. Let's see. Oh. Be... And Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman was a whipping boy too, though.
1: Neilander's the whipping boy of the idiots that think that. Excuse me, if anybody thinks Neilander's going to get traded, it's just a stupid thought. Elander's not getting traded.
0: Okay, so we're going to get to that. I, we'll get to, we'll I, get to that. I, I we'll get to that. But I, what Elander
1: I, should not be the whipping boy of this team.
0: To bring it back to the relevance of the yes, fans, we're getting look, off track. This is, this is the old school fan thought of what they think their idea of a player that on the Trauma Maple Beliefs is. Jake Gardner is not the type of player Lee's fans want. No, they want they Wendell, want,
1: they want Dougie. They want well, Ty. They want Darcy. They want. They do want those, those. Those group. That group of people is who I'm referring to. Yeah, is those are the people that don't want Nealanners. Oh, we want Michael Furland. He'll be like Doggy, He can put the puck in the net and hit some people, bud. That's an interesting uh, accent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's my hoser accent. I don't really know. But I
0: apologize. No, but I. I and I get it. It's Wayne Simmons is another one too. Although I love to have Wayne <sighs> Simmons, my
1: God, Wayne Simmons would be
0: um, a treat. On no, the but league. you're you're right. Um, it's because those guys. Now look, Dougie, a Toronto boy. Toronto Tucker, pretty sure he's from Montreal.
1: Toronto. Let's let's look it up. Um, Ty Domi's not from Toronto at all anymore because he put on the Montreal Canadiens garb. I don't care if you're someplace with the
0: Canadians. Do we, is, do we know why Tidomi is doing it? <laughs> Tidomi is trying to take <sighs> his son's uh, fame right now. Yeah, no, that's city. fine. You
1: can cheer for your son. Just don't wear a full Habs uniform. <laughs> that's, Please. Uh, that was for everyone's sanity. Pretty, pretty bad. Um, it's like if Doug Gilmore was to go play for the Calgary imagine, Flames imagine, or something.
0: But imagine if there was a Habs fan who hated Tidomi and then saw Tidomi wearing the Habs stuff. Like, Habs fans, what do you think about that? We have you to ask Omar just, what... Habs fans think of that. You can ask Omar me. Yeah. Would know. i know, so. but Omar would know what
1: Habs oh, fans. Oh, I of mean,
0: that. Habs fans. Oh, so Darcy Tucker's from Alberta.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he seems like he's from Saskatchewan or somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: but that's besides the point. Um, well, yes, Leafs fans have grown. Like the part of the Leafs identity was never the really, really skilled team. We had no. skilled players. We just have those cult players. We did. Matt Sundin was kind of the in-between. Yeah. But Darcy Tucker, as you said, Darcy Tucker Taidomi. Um
1: Dar- Wow. I did not expect that. Darcy Tucker had almost 500 career points. I was about to say Darcy Tucker didn't really put up the most points. That's a pretty good amount of points in the NHL. For 900. It's not. He, he produced half a point per game. Not bad. That's impressive. That's not bad. He had almost 1,500 penalty minutes, which is why everyone in Toronto loves him. Yeah, um, actually, hold on. I'm gonna bring something up. That's here. how how young Darcy Tucker retired. He's only 43.
0: Yeah, like he, he's a couple years well, off, still being able you, to go. When you get bought out by the Leafs and you're being paid X amount of money, and he went and
1: played those two random seasons in Colorado. That was weird. Well, that's just he retired in 2010. Oh
0: God! Yeah, it's 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 an interesting. Uh, he was
1: he wasn't even 35 yet when he retired.
0: Wow. Um, I to so He was
1: young. That's what surprises me the
0: most. I'm gonna bring something up here because I got hockey reference in front of me. Yeah. So that I can uh, do this.
1: But yeah, it's uh, the Leaf players are just. We've had an we've had an idea of how these at least players should be in Leafs like. And I'm not I'm not saying you can't enjoy Darcy Tucker. You can't. Enjoy... No, we're
0: not saying that. But just enjoy what you have. Because when it's Leaf... gone, yeah. We know Gardner's
1: gone at the end of the year. I think. Oh, absolutely. That's the problem uh, is they've said so they've said as much is it's D- Dubis has used the term personal rental or something along those lines where they're not going to trade Gardner they're just going to why trade him, Gardner like JVR I
0: I look as somebody who's not who thinks Gardner hasn't had the season he should be having you he hasn't creating, had a bad season either. This it's was, not a terrible season. He's, he's still he's still
1: on pace for what he 40. usually gets 40ish points. Yeah. I think just
0: people thought because it's a Contract year, he's going to try to overachieve. He had a great
1: year last year. Yeah, his he tied with sports. Riley. Yeah, fifty-two points apiece. They tied with yeah. last year. He only had five goals. He's not a. He's I think a Gardner doesn't, doesn't get as, as much respect because he doesn't score well, because that. Because he's
0: goals. also scored ten goals before, but hasn't done it since.
1: He has one season in the NHL where he scored ten goals. He's not a goal scorer, but he's an assist guy. Yeah, he doesn't have a big shot. That's why he doesn't score.
0: It's just you know people have this thing of what a defenseman is to them, which is a guy who's not soft. Although saying <laughs> a guy is soft is a little tough because there's guys in the NHL I've seen who don't play tough. They don't they're soft This is a different and, era.
1: And look you I can't I, call a guy soft because he doesn't hit everything that moves anymore.
0: My issue with Gardner is last minute of the game, I don't want him
1: on the ice because he's not gonna play that style that you need. You you know what tournament. I really enjoyed was I think Babcock just did it as sort of an FU to the fans. Gardner and Zaitsev played a lot of shifts in those last five minutes. Well, he, And they he, looked fine.
0: He basically shortened, the, shortened yeah. it to this those two. Part of
1: it as well. Dermot and Oshigana still got some time. But it was the top four. But with like three minutes to go, like before their goalie came out. Uh, like Gardner, when they pulled their goalie, Gardner iced the puck. And that's why their goalie was on. Yeah. Or go- why Vasilevsky came off. Like they were playing big time minutes in the last three. So yeah. it's 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 one game. Jake Gardner is going to go through them. We've seen it. Yeah. Of we've said it in our chat. Just like, oh, it's probably gonna be one of those nights for Jake. I'm, and that's just how it is.
0: I also understand the people who. I'm not
1: mad at anyone that booed Gardner
0: No, I'm not, and I'm not either. I'm just, I think people, and I've look, I know people who get on Jake's case all the time. I do. I do too. I think as a <laughs> we top are, four defensive, we yeah. expect more from them because we... The reason why, and this is the reason why, we see other teams with the defense they have, and we think, why can't the Toronto Maple Leafs have what these teams have?
1: Because Ron on is in the
0: top four. <laughs> well, I look at Nashville. I look at Tampa. I look at... Car- Carolina has better than the Leafs. Um, I know, look at... Vegas, I look at those are teams that play it the right way. Um, but look for people who are saying the Leafs need to do this, the Leafs need to do that. You look at the teams that do well, except for Tampa, because Tampa, I think, out of all the and only one of them has been actually drafted by the team. <laughs> Victor Hedman. <laughs> Hedman. Everybody else has been. Stroman gifted was traded.
1: Him. McDonough traded. Suter. <laughs> circuits have Su- traded Susu's Su- Su- not even on the team anymore oh isn't he no, oh where is he he's in right. uh, he's in what do you call he it he got Anaheim isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's still in Anaheim yeah he got traded I remember that or sign. I don't Whatever. remember I... Anaheim's a weird place Um, and this let's be real Leaves... Tampa's
0: defense is not as good as people make it up to you. they have I but think... that
1: McDonough trade was massive It was. It was a good trade. They gave up a lot, but their defensive core looks fantastic. Well, because of him. Because you have have Sergeyev and Strahlman, which is such a slept-on pairing.
0: So you've got Hedman, McDonough, Sergachev, Strahlman, Girardi, uh, Coburn.
1: Who's, uh, he played last night. Cernak? Cernak, yes. He's a hard-ass. He's hard to play against. Picked by L.A. Yeah, <laughs> not. He was like, in the, literally
0: looking at this. Only one defenseman, two defensemen on Tampa Bay. Sorry, one. He was one. the main
1: piece of the uh, Ben Bishop trade when he got traded to LA. Oh, okay. For the playoff stretch. Yep. Tarnack was the main piece. Um. Yeah, it's Toronto's defense is a weird situation because what what <sighs> the promise of what the
0: Leafs defense can be is not here yet.
1: Yes, that's the issue is there's nothing in the AHL, Timothy Liljegren aside, that you're going to put on the Leafs currently. Vincent Laverde is not coming to the Leafs. Jordan Subban. no. Frank Corrado.
0: No matter how people perceive the Marlies defense, it's not NHL. You can't just plug guys from the AHL into the NHL. Callie Rosen and Timothy Liljegren are the only two players, I would say, that could come up. Borgman's.
1: Injured still. Injured. I think Borgman is now injured, but he's 18 as well. So he was never coming up this year.
0: Actually, Borgman is one I haven't heard too much about. He got
1: injured uh, one of the games that the Leafs played. Or sorry, not the Leafs. The Marlies played against uh, while Lillian was already out. That's an issue for a guy. Because the Marlies had one game where it was like uh, Trevor Moore was playing defense. For a game, because Rosen left the game, Borgman was injured, and yeah, one of the other defensemen left the game as well. Yeah, so he's, Trevor Moore had to play back. Yeah, he's uh,
0: he's played 26 uh,
1: games for the Marlies. Yeah, he's just got something. Sandin's going to miss time now. He has an injury uh, after the game against Switzerland. He came back with some sort of injury. Grins now just coming back from his high ankle sprain. Yeah. But you... I don't know that he'll actually... Like, now that Dubas, after the fact, was like, oh, I was hoping lilia would actually contend for a roster spot this year. It's like, wow, that'd be nice. It would be. But, honestly, like, you're not going to put a guy in the lineup that's just coming off a high ankle sprain and expect him to be at a high level of the NHL. No, and I thought Lillian I'm Grin- not saying right now, but, like, you've got to give him this stretch from the trade deadline on to get back under his feet underneath him. lilia thought he could
0: potentially get into the conversation at
1: training camp
0: I thought he could I thought he could too
1: because he had a full season in the AHL it's not like he, he did had the a, knee lander. and he
0: had an off season to train and prepare as well yeah like he did I'm happy.
1: That. I'm happy I know we're getting off on the Marlies train a bit but I'm happy Sandon actually stayed because there was a lot of talk of him possibly going back to Roglu yeah, in was, the SHL
0: I think that was a smart thing for him to be because he was
1: he was being benched that's why he came over to the uh, Sioux last year during his draft year yeah they weren't playing him on Rogley He was sitting in the press box. He was,
0: and that's so. Yeah, he he knew that in his draft year, he, he needed to to have a tape. He needed scouts yeah. to see him.
1: And that's the problem. That's why Liljegren fell the Leafs is because nobody saw him. He also didn't get drafted in the import draft till after he was with the Leafs already. He mm-hmm. got taken by Niagara and didn't go because he played for the. Yeah, exactly. But Justin Hull, he's played what three games. He looked yeah. horrific in the last game he was he playing. He did, but I this is my issue. Um, yeah, he, Hull
0: didn't look good, but to take a guy yeah. and sit him for 20 yeah. games or something, 26
1: games, and then play him and expect him to do something. You should not expect him to do anything other than what he did.
0: No, and his game is not like a Martin Rynchian game where he can do nothing, like be out for a while, come in and have a pretty...
1: The thing that surprises me, though, is he's a right-handed shot. Yeah, but Babcock... He doesn't care. Um, Babcock
0: has a certain way he wants his defense to play,
1: and he's also not going to sit Hanzy, no, or Dermott or Ojogano. It's
0: o- it's only Oshigano that's going to
1: come out. Yeah, exactly. And there's no point in moving a righty for another righty. If like I'd rather use Marient at this point than Hull. and I can't believe I'm saying that, but Martin Marient is just a better option. He can kill Pedalies. He's hold, handles the puck like it's a grenade. Yeah, that's his but issue. The Leafs have a couple defensemen this year and in the past that have done that. Hello, Ron hasey Exactly. Just fires the puck up the boards. Roman Polak loved just firing the puck up the boards. It's if he uses the long stick to his advantage. Martin Mrenchin has uh I don't I don't know if it's regulation or if he had to get special permission to use it. I think it's regulation He's I a think tall so. guy He's 6'4 I think so only six, I six think only Pareko,
0: ha- Pareko and Chara
1: Have that exception Yeah But he Like He uses A long Like A longer stick mm-hmm. Than How big he is But it's still in regulation
0: Um Okay Since we brought up the, I brought up the name Colin Pareko I did but, a little poll Yeah uh, On Twitter It didn't get as many people As I
1: thought How it many would. people voted For Roman Polak
0: that's uh, the funny thing. So I, I put out a poll on the tip of the tower uh, Twitter account. Thank you to the 20... Crap. Come on. Where is it? Uh... 2,000 people. Oh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> if only. 21 votes. Fantastic. I mean, it's better. It's at least we got... It's
1: better votes. than the last poll I put out. <laughs>
0: exactly. So I will give it that. So I asked people, all right, these fans, if you had to pick one defense into trade for, who would it be? You can comment with other potential targets. Nobody commented, so it showed how many people actually cared. Um, I gave three options. Dougie Hamilton, Alex Pietrangelo. Uh, uh, Come on. It's your fellow Italian, and, man. Uh, Pietrangelo and Colton pareco I gave them three options. Who would you want to trade for? You had the choice. 52% put down Colton pareco Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Unfortunately... That's probably the least likely option. That's uh, now, what's going to cost I, all
1: the peoples. Why
0: would I put that as an option? Then I wanted to see what Leafs fans thought would be the ID, what their ideal target would be. Pareko is my ideal target too. The problem, uh, he's a guy you can build around if you're St. Louis. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're not happy with what's going on there, and you're trying to send a message and that's why you put his name out there. I think that's why they did it because look at where they are now. They're actually four points out of it. That's fair. So, Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, expecting uh, expecting uh, Dougie Han- um, Piet- Petrangelo or pareco to actually be available it's not going to happen. I, it's actually the way I see it now.
1: The person I really while well, you're searching that that I really like and I believe it was Friedman?
0: Yeah. Maybe? Um, I think so. I think I know who you're going with. Jake Muzzin. Is I am it? a
1: big fan of.
0: No, I think that might have been LeBron.
1: One of Stop. the two. Somebody, some smart insider decided to say that and it's not something a lot of people have talked about with the Leafs because they need a right-handed shot. Muzzin is a left-handed shot. But, man... If that's they said it's a first and a prospect for Jake Muzzin. The Leafs likely because you know how the draft or not? The, yeah, sorry, the draft order works. The Leafs are going to finish second in the East likely, mm-hmm. top five for sure in the East. Yeah, so they'll be picking anywhere from twentieth uh, to twenty-fifth, and that's assuming they don't make the conference final. Because then, if you make the conference final, you automatically get a bottom the last four picks in the draft so it's like what the Leafs had last time you, they, or sorry they can go anywhere from 20 to 27 excuse me my math was off there for a sec <laughs> had a slight lapse
0: actually I think it was Darren Drago that had it well,
1: there you go smart insider um, Muzzin's a left handed defenseman he has that playoff experience he's played with Drew Doughty you can put him you put him with Riley which would be nice Yep. you can put him with Dermot, which would be nice. You can do a whole bunch of things if you really wanted to. So, Jake
0: Muzzin, if we're gonna just bring him up, what's um, his cap hit? Yeah, he's at a four million dollar cap hit, which at least I think can't afford because they haven't used the LTIR. I don't think, uh, and he's signed right. for one more season at four million,
1: which is and that's what Kyle it, Dubas said he wanted to do.
0: If you wanted to add a defenseman. Look, um, this is a guy who had forty-two points last year, on pace for forty this year. Doesn't get top power play time because I am pretty sure that goes to Drew Doughty.
1: It goes to Doughty, and it would go to. Uh, I would. I don't know why did, he wouldn't have any power play time. Remember, Alec Martinez is another guy that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I have Dion. Maybe why would he be on the? Oh, maybe Dion because of his no, shot on the power play.
0: But Dion has a, doesn't even have a goal this season. So.
1: He almost did. And we'll score it against the Leafs.
0: Um, I gotta bring this up because yep. that's a good uh, that's a good
1: thing to bring up because I don't Just, even know. I I like his I like the idea of it because a guy that can put up that kind of point total, it's going to cost you a first, which is what I was getting at. That's going to be in the back half of the draft, mm-hmm. unless you see somebody there that you love. For Kyle Dubas, like in this early scouting process, unless the scouts come back. Well, you know, you know, and say, you, know, you know the draft a little better than I do. Is there a guy? <sighs> Hold on. I'm gonna pull it up because I don't. I'm working on a mock draft currently, but it's only for the lottery teams. Well, I haven't gotten into the back half yet, so I'm gonna look up a mock real quick. There's a couple guys that I like. Um, this is where I we get can Austin's, get into. This is where I get Austin's expertise on the draft. We can get into the guys that I would like to get, but if you can get a guy like Muzzin that's under contract for next season, you make that trade. Okay, so this is something
0: I wanted to bring up. So I'm just looking up LA's power play time. So, yeah. bear with me for a second because. Essentially, if you bring in Jake Muzzin, you're using him as a replacement for Gardner next
1: season. Yeah. There's, real quick, there's three guys I like in this draft, and they're all defensemen. Uh, Thomas Harley from Mississauga. Oh my god, you're right. Dion
0: Phaneuf is the guy on the power play. Woo! Oh, Dion Phaneuf Big shot Dion! Dion and, and... he doesn't have a goal? Dion and Muzzin both have pretty much the same... <laughs> Oh, oh, I love it.
1: Boy. Um, Thomas Harley is the first guy. Uh, Anthony Honka and Tony Honka. I'm not sure how you say it. Finnish defenseman is another guy. He's sort of a smaller body. And another one is Moritz Seider, who is a six-foot-four German defenseman. Oh, give me that German defenseman. I don't know what that accent was. Is he German? He is German. He's, he plays for uh, Mannheim. In the um, DNL, yeah, or no, no DEL, whichever one. It no is. Grazzi is the Italian. Apparently, he's extremely mobile, which is why I like him. Six four, and he can skate. Oh, okay. So why not? But um, what I'm getting at is, if you don't have think any of those guys are worth trading for, or worth drop, are more um, what's the word I'm looking? More valuable to you than a guy that you can instantly insert into your lineup
0: and have for next season.
1: Exactly. Harley's going to spend another year in j- in junior, at least. Mm-hmm. Honka and Cider. They're going to spend time in Europe until they're ready. Jake Musson will be in your lineup a couple days after you trade for him. This is this is my my thing about or Colton Pareko or any defenseman you might be trading for.
0: I I don't see a Pareko trade happening. That's my opinion. Nope. I would like to add Colton Pareko. I just don't see it happening. I don't would see you,
1: why would you give up Lily Green Kapanen, in a first or whatever their crazy ask is for him. That's just deducting from near strength. current
0: roster right now. Uh, and Petrangelo, I think it's going to be the same thing. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He has a no, tra- I think he has a limited no trade.
1: He's also a Toronto kid, though, so I'm assuming that Leafs wouldn't be on his no trade list. Uh, you would think. I you think, but um, Alex, who knows? Let me. Really, anyone's guess.
0: I mean, he's built a life in St. Louis. He's got his family there now. Yeah. That's that's something to consider. But let me bring this up. So Al Petrangelo has a no trade clause, not a modified. This is a no-trade clause, so he he would have to trade. he would he can nix any trade. He'd have to approve a trade. Um, would I like to have him? Absolutely. He's a bona fide top pairing
1: defenseman. I'm gonna look up real quick because Dubas has said that if he makes a trade for a defenseman, it will not be a rental.
0: No, and, and this it should not be rental. No. Uh, rental markets are the absolute worst. So um,
1: I'm gonna look up very quick just who the defensemen are. Okay. They're all on the. We're market. gonna
0: take a quick break while we sort that out because I'm also getting a phone call that I might have to take one more. All
1: right, we wanted to
0: give Austin a chance to look at that draft list, and yeah. that phone call ended up being uh, a waste. So the
1: Leafs are <laughs> trading for Radko Gudas.
0: I'm most likely going to get that call back again because yeah. the
1: person uh, responded. I can just, I can kill time. You can go have your phone call.
0: Well, if it ends up happening that way, we will figure it out. Um, but, Austin, what did your research bring?
1: Okay, so the names that are on this list this is according to SportRack. Great resource for any sport if you need to look up free agency or contract info. I would prefer Cat Friendly, though. Quick plug for them.
0: That's where I am on right now. So Yeah.
1: I just don't... I'm sure they have a free agent list up. I just... I know Sport Rack does. Uh, so, Alex Pedrangelo, uh, Tyson Berry, 29 years old. He was probably going to cost a lot, regardless,
0: yeah. I would think.
1: This is for 2020 free agents on defense. So, is this the 20... Is this
0: 2019, 2020?
1: Yes. Yeah, so this would be next year's free agent class. Okay. So. Guys that have at least another year on their contract. I
0: have it based on just right-hand defense. Oh, okay. uh... So, Tyson
1: Berry is a righty. Justin Schultz on Pittsburgh, also a righty, but you would assume Pittsburgh's going to make a playoff push and need him. Yeah. Uh, Mike Green on Detroit, which 5.375 for another year. That's not happening. And injury-prone. Yeah. Torrey Krug, nope. Jared Spurgeon on Minnesota, Minnesota. I doubt
0: that because he's... he's also
1: undersized. He makes 5.1. He's 5. a good 1. defenseman. I like he him. He is.
0: But he's not the defenseman
1: of the Leafs. Every time I bring tough. up Jared Spurgeon, I just think of that. Um, you've seen the Don Cherry uh, mm. coach's corner transcribed? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I think of is... Jared Spurgeon kicks it out of the air. Boy, go, boy. Yeah, he goes. He plays baseball. Yeah, I remember, that. Just, I remember that one. That was a good yeah, Don one. Don Cherry just goes into complete... Anyway... Um, Andrew McDonald Nope. <laughs> Sammy Votnin. Uh I mean, it's possible New Jersey trades him, but he's like their nah, best defenseman. But right they, now. what they traded to get him and I unless mean, they're going full rebuild, they won't trade him.
0: They they're a team that needs to need some talent desperately, but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Vaden is gonna bring it to them. So um, they need talent on that blue line.
1: Yeah, Justin Falk, who's been linked to the Leafs, nope. not by anybody prominent, but he's been a guy that's brought
0: up. That would have happened by now, I think. Well, we're still on on
1: the topic of guys like the Leafs, Chris Tanev.
0: Not... Uh, I don't know what it's going to cost. If Chris Tanev wasn't dealing with the injury stuff he was dealing with, I would have been on board with it, and sorry to anybody who's a Canucks fan, who I know love Chris Tanev. You're not giving up assets for a guy that you can't rely on to stay healthy.
1: Um... Travis Hamanick, uh, he's not going to get moved. Calgary's in a playoff spot. Uh, Michael Stone, Calgary's in the playoffs. Radko Gudis is a guy that is possible. Also, that's a, that's a guy a lot of people like. Adam, Ball The guy I am very high on is Mark Pisick. I think the Leafs should go after. Because I don't think it'll cost them a whole lot. Florida is probably not going to make the playoffs this year just based on their bad start.
0: My, my thought of the process is is he an upgrade? Who is he an upgrade on? Is he an upgrade oh, on Zaitsev? Sure.
1: Oh, probably Zaitsev as well. He could probably I'm, fill that role. The thing I, I what we're
0: looking for here is somebody that's an upgrade on Zaitsev. See, he fills a lot of the
1: holes. He's two point seven million, mm-hmm. signed for another season after this. Right-handed shot. He's I'd like to say six two ish in that range. Maybe maybe he's like five foot ten. Who really knows?
0: Sportracnisa update
1: with some uh, with some. They don't they don't dimensions. have uh, individual height and weights. So just give me one second on that. He is 6'1", 186, according to elite prospects. Two oh one. I'm working on it right now. Oh sorry, that's one hundred eighty six centimeters. Whoops. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> it's good to um, know right beside. I thought you that was that all one. in one bar. Uh, yeah. So he's a good size. Twenty seven years old. He's under thirty. Like that's that's a lot.
0: Signed to a decent cap hit, which well, two point one for, even for a bottom bottom pairing defenseman is decent. Too. Two
1: point one is a lot
0: less. <laughs> what, even Roman if Flock he is made,
1: not even if he even performs up to par, like how much does Zaitsev's contract get called into question if the Leafs get him? Because if he has a decent stretch with the Leafs, that Zaitsev contracts unfortunate. I think Zaitsev might get moved.
0: I think. I'm having a hard time seeing it happen in season because teams will look at also that contract. Just a deal to be made all the time. This is his second season, right? So he has five more years after this.
1: This is his.
0: Oh yeah, on this contract. On this second. contract, so he has five more years. A team has to think: Can we? Do we want to take that for five more years? Hi Edmonton, do you want a right-handed <laughs> shot defenseman?
1: Send him to Arizona. We fine. Arizona. Uh, I don't even think Arizona was taking on dead cap. Yeah, but. I don't, he's going to be playing every night at least. That's, that's a good thing about teams like that is he's not just dead cap. It's not like you're trading for Chris Pronger's salary. I, I'm just trying to think what
0: teams would realistically want a guy like that. I think um, Edmonton is one because they need players. Um, <gasps> Matt Hunwick's a free agent oh, next year. No, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Not going down that rabbit hole again. Um, nope. Brandon Montour is an RFA, by anyone. the way, in a couple of years.
1: Yeah, not, not bad. Uh, didn't he just... Did he sign a new deal? No, he signed, oh, okay. he
0: signed, but it was a bridge deal, right? They had a hard right. time coming to an agreement. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there's a deal to be made. Kyle Dubas is a smarter man than I, by a
0: mile. Now, we talk about guys with one year left on Debra. How about guys with two years left on their deals? Woo. So I got that list in front of us. Look at the excitement. Um, I got Dougie Hamilton, who is my... Oh, he's a guy. He is my preferred pick because we know he's available, and we know Carolina is looking to make deals, Damn. and the Leafs can... I think the Leafs can pull that one off. Uh, there's Jason Demers, who I think is
1: yeah not very attractive. San Jose is going to be going for it as well, so they're not going to be... Moving oh, up. let's
0: get Erica Branson so people can uh, take... Nope. Uh, no, thank you. There's Greg Patteron, which... Ugh, guy. Connor Timmons is an... Well, he's an RFA. I should be looking... Noted guy. I should be looking at just... Uh, Connor EOKs, Timmons. Right? So let me... is he not signed a deal yet? Uh, I think he did. Where's he playing? Uh,
1: Colorado, right? Yeah, he's a Colorado pick. I don't know. He's not playing in the Sioux anymore, though. He must be playing for their minor league team. I'm yeah, Colorado.
0: St- I'm hearing stuff rattle on this desk, and it's really annoying me right now. Oh, wow.
1: He hasn't played the entire season. He's been injured. Okay, um... So I got the UFA
0: list. Bufflin's not going anywhere. Shadkirk is not going anywhere with that cap hit. Niskanen, Washington's not doing that trade. I, I, I only, no. I really only see, like, if I'm looking, why is this still showing me RFA's? I don't want to see RFA's. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. Um, like I only, there's, it's, there's not that many. Yeah. I think Dougie Hamilton is your best. I think if you want. A top four upgrade, immediate, The guy can step in, Dougie Hamilton's your guy. Like You trade for Hamilton, and then you deal with Zaitsev at, at some point. My only concern, and I, maybe you'll bring this up, what is Karen looking for? They're looking for a top six. They're, they're not top, looking for a defenseman. They're looking for a forward. And the
1: Leafs have a forward to spare. They have a forward to give up. As much as people don't want to say, hey, here's a Jeremy Bracco, I give up a Jeremy Bracco to get a top four defenseman.
0: I would, and a guy who has not one but two years left on his deal. Yeah, At and a the de- thing is,
1: pretty decent price. It's harder to let go of Bracco because he's doing well. A lot of Leaf fans would say, "Hey, uh, let's give up this prospect." Unless Bracco is
0: a replacement for another guy like a, a Johnson. But and I don't think the Leafs want to get rid of him either. Bracco's best case scenario
1: next season is a fourth line player where he has to earn his spot.
0: Well, Trevor Moore is another guy too. That again.
1: Another guy that's going to – is above him on the mm-hmm. depth chart, Carl Grunstrom is probably above him in like, the depth chart. Like, I don't
0: even think you, the Leafs can sell off Connor Brown as a top six right now. Carl
1: Grunstrom's a guy that Mike Babcock's going to love because he's a Leo oh, off type. And I'm a, a
0: huge, huge Carl Grunstrom he's fan. He's
1: such a quiet player, if that makes sense. He's got like, like that – he's quietly excellent find, He finds
0: ways to produce. He's not – and it's not exactly flashy either. I don't. No, that's the thing. You can't have a bunch of flashy players. You need. Substance. Substance. That's why I like like people but like Janssen. And, when
1: we say substance, it's not a guy that just so, hits everything that moves. Substance is no. not Matt Martin.
0: It's it's guys who can out. Like, like a Carl Soderbergh who just outmuscles a guy.
1: 26 points in 37 games for the Marlies. As a. How old is he? Ninth, 20. Uh, 20. 20 year old? 21. Right, he spent the extra year in Sweden.
0: Yeah. Like And this is not a God, He's
1: from the Matthews draft I forgot about that He is
0: from the Matthews draft He's probably my Third favorite pick From that draft Behind Dermot
1: I'm I'm holding out Uh Holding out Until I see Yegor Korshkov In America In North America mm. Might be next season It was supposed to be this season mm.
0: That's potential. Anyhow, there's a um, lot of those Russian guys that you kind of hope will come over.
1: <laughs> Vladislav just is looking like. Anyway, we could do a prospect podcast if you want. I could talk. Uh,
0: we'll say that, we'll say that for the um, when we have the bye week. I like at least have that bye week.
1: Um, the Leafs have guys to work with, is what I'm saying. If- they do,
0: and they have guys on the current roster that if you move them, you can replace. Like, look, people are probably like saying they don't want to move on Andreas Janssen. I like what he brings, but if you have a Trevor Moore who you've already signed to a two-year deal,
1: Trevor Moore is going to be in the NHL next season. He is. He's a lock. I and and are you, like
0: like Grunch? Like I I, I like Johnson. You can replace that.
1: It's it, unfortunate because everyone like is him. rooting for Johnson because of his story. Yeah, of being a seventh rounder. Everyone roots for that.
0: Exactly, but if a team like Carolina is willing, uh you you gotta add more. You have to probably do like a um that and a first round pick.
1: There's deals to be made all over the place, and the good thing about the Leafs having a system that they do is losing. I will say this: Lilligren has come up on a lot of
0: trade trade rumors.
1: bait, trades trade this and that as being a top piece to get a top defender back, which is fair. I think he's on TSN's board. I'm actually gonna like pull up TSN's top board 20 right now. Pieces. The Leafs, I mean, man, you have the guys behind Lilligren that it's not a massive burden. It sucks.
0: This was updated yesterday, by the way, because um, I think of the
1: Niederreiter trade. Rasmus Sandin makes it a lot easier. Sandin makes it a lot easier to move Lilligren. It does. So, it's funny. So, the the guys on the Leafs, you think
0: Nylander I think Sandin,
1: or... Craig Button put Sandin in the top 20 prospects in the entire league. Yeah. Lilligren wasn't even ranked because of his injury. So
0: Kapanen and Janssen are 23 and 24 on that, that list. Yeah. Which, now look, Cervelli won't probably has... like You look at the guys on the list. I only see out of right-handed defensemen on the trade bait list. There's Hamilton... There's Pareko, which again, I don't see it happening. It's, it's
1: all rental forwards, right? Uh,
0: Brett Pesci. Pesci, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cody C.C., he's a right hand defenseman. Alec Martinez. But uh, Chris Tanev. But see, LA is not the type of team that's just going to tank and just no. throw everything LA's away. LA is going to
1: keep trying to go for it because they pay Kovalchuk. Kopitar is getting older.
0: Dowdy, They paid so much money. Dowdy's contract
1: kicks in next year. Carter's getting older, and he's not movable anymore.
0: Um, well, I think Carter can be moved. He to can the be, t- but like like Jonathan Quick, a... you're paying like you're not. You can't look. New York is trying to tank, and they can't because of how the
1: or the Rangers.
0: No, I'm talking about the Rangers.
1: The Rangers should be worse than they are, but they're their their goaltending shooting themselves is the
0: foot. goaltending is doing well. Their defense is. They have some guys who are and performing.
1: New York's goaltending is going to get better because they have the Islanders.
0: I I'm still skeptical on what they really are. I think they're a playoff contending team because of a guy like Barzell's
1: leading the way and their yeah. goaltending. But they're not. They're not sustaining what the they're Islanders and the Rangers doing. are two of the most interesting teams because they have two of the best goalie prospects in the world right now that are won't come over there in Russia. Igor yeah. Shishtryarkin and Ilya Sorokin. Mm-hmm. Neither of them will come over. They both have, like, 94 save percentages in the KHL. Yeah. But so they won't come. If they come over, it's that teams will be infinitely better.
0: This is my thing about teams that are in the, their playoff. It's like New York. They go on these hot stretches. Yeah. So, like, New York's won, like, nine of their last 11. But then once they start reeling off, like, four to five. Like, what happened to Buffalo. They are right up there, and now they're fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, it's, ha- it's 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 not something that they've been able to sustain from the beginning to the end. It's if New York is able to sustain what they've done, then they have a chance. So I will say that. Um, Sorry, I'm just gonna watch just New York and highlights because this guy's a monster. So just to go back to my whole Hamilton, the whole how let's wrap up this whole Leafs yeah. trade thing and saying I'm a I my guy's Hamilton. I would see you say your guy is Muzzin.
1: Either, or. I'll, I'll take Hamilton. I will take Hamilton. Hamilton's <laughs> the, a righty, so I would. like
0: Hamilton's that. a righty, can play on your power play, can replace Jake Gardner.
1: He was also taken with the pick in the Phil Kessel trade, so that would stick it to Boston a little.
0: That would stick it to Boston. I think the Leafs have what Carolina wants. And now, also, we're not saying that the, like Hamilton. I mean, the Leafs should try to get him at the deadline, but it's also a draft trade too.
1: You can I get know, him right now. And I I'd wager to say that his value has never been lower, Dougie Hamilton.
0: Yeah, and look, it shouldn't be. And people are saying, oh, it's, it's his third trade. It's because his team's t- come
1: out and trashed him in the media.
0: It's like, it's his third trade. It's like, the reason why he was traded from Calgary was because it just wasn't. That was a fantastic
1: w- deal for the Flames. They the got fl- like, the, a top six forward. and The Flames were
0: league. offered more of, like, what they would have gone with Hamilton and Furland what they are getting with Finn, oh, sorry. What they're getting with Hamilton and Froel versus what they were getting what they're getting now with uh with um Finn, Finn. Lindholm, Lindholm. Yeah. is better. They needed a guy on that good draw line. James Neal, thank God they didn't use James Neal as the plan A. <laughs> um, cuz that would have sucked. Yikes. But um This was a matter of... Calgary saw that... They needed to change something up front. This was more, I think, of what they needed to change up front than their back end. If this was because... Like, Hamilton performed. It wasn't like Hamilton wasn't performing and they were trying to get out from under his contract. He's on a good contract. And Carolina's deal is... They traded for a defenseman when they needed to trade for a forward. They traded two forwards that are...
1: And then they traded a forward when they didn't... Shouldn't have traded a forward. With
0: well, they traded guys that they thought if they traded them out was going to reset, maybe... They're trying to do one of those additions by subtraction where they were trying to get guys that were going to uh, perform at a better rate than what they were getting. Like, like they, these were guys that maybe were costing them too much and the owner was just like, we need a culture. Like, Justin yeah. Falk probably... Sh- was close to being traded, but they didn't like the like the team didn't want to pull the trigger. I think that was the Leafs, okay. and I think William Nylander was the guy. Okay. Which brings me to my next point: if you think William Nylander is getting traded this season, or if you think William Nylander is getting traded at the draft, it's not happening. There's two reasons. There's a, two reasons. One, I don't think Dubas wants to do it because then that would satisfy the media's theories that the Leafs are trying to trade this guy and we know Dubas does not like to satisfy the media's theories. He's he's come out against what the media has been saying about his team which was the RFA stuff, being able to afford everyone and then Nylander is going to be traded for a defenseman. Yeah. Now, the second reason why I don't think Nylander is going to get traded and I want to just bring this up uh, I, need, I need my notes in front of me so let me just pull that up. William Nylander's contract is a very—you need to look at it clearly. Look, no team, not many teams, can afford to put a ten, just over ten million dollar cap hit on their on their salary cap right now. Yep, Carolina can. But well, why would Carolina want to pay a guy ten million? Like what? Ten mil upfront. I think hit the rest of his. Season is like four, like whatever the rest of his salary is. Yeah. And Leafs are not eating any money. No way. Um, Nealander is owed an eight point three million dollars signing bonus. I guess July first is when the salary bonus when the bonuses yeah. kick in. And then after that, his salary becomes very affordable. Yep. If and I say if because I don't think it's going to happen. If the Leafs even decide they want to trade Nealander.
1: I wouldn't do it till the draft.
0: I wouldn't do it till after his signing bonus kicks in if I'm a team.
1: Yeah. But if you want him as a team, I'm saying you get him before and at if, the draft.
0: And look, honestly, if I'm the Leafs, the Leafs have done this too many times where they've paid a guy a salary, salary uh, bonus, just like their signing bonus, just to get rid of him. Yeah. I think of like a Jonathan Bernier.
1: Well, what I'm saying is if the Leafs really don't want him there, then you trade him at the draft before his bonus kicks in.
0: And they did that with Phil Kessel too.
1: Yeah. That was uh, that was on January first, or July first. Sorry, it was July first. So it's, it's been Bo- a long day.
0: Would they have paid his bonus, or would that Pittsburgh know. been on the hook for that? Maybe
1: that was a. Deal. That is a
0: that is a CJ question because
1: I do remember I was at work that day when I found out about the Kessel thing, and it was Canada Day.
0: I was home. I'm pretty sure of that one. Yeah,
1: because they announced it during uh, the free agent special. Yeah,
0: so uh, Nick Cyprius had that one. Yes, good um, for Nick. If I'm if I'm the Leafs, if a team really wants me to trade Neilander, you're paying that signing bonus. I ain't paying it. You're
1: paying a lot more than the signing bonus.
0: I mean, yes, you. are <laughs> giving a up a
1: lot to get a guy that's going to be that cheap after the season.
0: Exactly, like he's that, we're going to be laughing. His salary, here. his base salary. I mean, because if you let's say a team like the Leafs pay the will pay the eight point three if they were to hold on to him. Yeah. And his salary for the rest of the season is seven hundred thousand dollars. You wonder why the Leafs would put that in there. I, I don't think the Leafs would put in an $8.3 million signing bonus, in my opinion. So that, um... Oh, Austin, can you... Uh, I can keep... I want, you, I want your thoughts on that while I do this thing for a second.
1: You know what? I would love to see William Nylander... Hello. ...doing things and stuffs yep. with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a while. Let me call you right back. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um... I think he'll be around for a while, though. I don't think this is a guy. He said that he didn't want to sign for this team if Kyle Dubas was just going to trade him away. Yeah. There there has to be a sign of good faith from Kyle well, Dubas. How would it
0: look on Kyle Dubas to trade him? Now, look, I don't think Kyle Dubas and uh, Brian Burke was right. Pinch me. Pinch me? <laughs> Pinch me. I just said Brian Burke. <laughs> wow. Was right. I just took in what you said. Um,. Kyle, Bur- B- Kyle, Burke. Kyle Burke was right. Brian Burke Kyle was Magraskus? right. Brian Burke was right. No GM should ever promise a player that he's not going to be traded. No. It's a bad idea. You should never do that. It's a business. Look you at what happened with DeMar DeRozan. Now, I don't think DeMar was promised he wasn't going to get traded. I think Messiah said there's no trade that's going to happen right now. We're not looking we'll, at trading we'll you right know now. what happened. But I think that's what happened. Yeah. But Dubis said, and I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We do not intend on trading William Nylander. <laughs> we do not intend. it. No point did he say we're not going to do it. It's not their intention. They don't know. want. They're not.
1: not looking to do it. I think it's probably sort of just a handshake thing where it's like, we're not just going to flip you as soon as you get here. You're you have value to this team, especially at that salary once Regardless he gets there.
0: Regardless of what you people are saying, he still has value. Sorry if your ears just got shot yeah, with me screaming. Way to go,
1: Dave. We have listeners. Think about the children and adults. you want
0: to talk about Leafs fans and how they've been acting. You should see the Leafs fans at the Leafs games when they talk when you tell them talk to them about Neilander. You should hear what people are saying about Neilander. I hate it.
1: Oh, I want to look under. back
0: at all those people who were giving Willie all the praise they're, the past couple seasons. They're still giving him flack. He was last season their third best forward. At times, he challenged Mitch Martyr for the second best forward on the team behind Austin Matthews. Yeah, people, and what happened was people saw Nylander's unwillingness to be here and settle for his... Call. And I don't think it was a settle by Nylander. Um, people saw him not being here. Uh, like, him not signing as him not wanting to be here. Yeah. Um, no, that's not what happened. What happened was the Leafs probably did not even offer anywhere close to what he got. And he... <laughs> yeah. Look, you you said... I think you made a great point of it when we talked about it when the deal was done. Nobody I made a great r- point. Yeah.
1: Oh, look at us go.
0: Nobody in their right mind will take less than what they're worth if they know they're worth more. Yep. Yeah. Why? If Nylander's a top six forward, why is he taking less than five? Yeah. When you or five between five to five and a half. When you see the contract, James Van like got seven million dollars for standing in front of a net. I understand he was an UFA. He had the right to go and choose what he wanted. Yeah. But he was offered seven million dollars. Do you think? Do you not think a team would have offered Neilander seven million or more? He would have Leaps gotten or
1: at least eight from a team in free agency. I think so. Just because of back-to-back sixty-point seasons,
0: talent. People say he's not good defensively. No. Open market is a different is. thing. Yeah,
1: open market's way different than restricted free agency because you don't have. You have little to no power as a restricted free agent.
0: Exactly. The only power what, you have. What are you is, gonna do? Leave. The only power you have is saying I don't want to play.
1: Yeah. And Nylander used that power. Yeah. And still didn't really get what he wanted. No. He got close to what he wanted. Didn't get quite what he wanted.
0: He wasn't gonna get anything more than seven. No. I um, don't think. And I don't think he was worth more than seven because he hadn't proven it. Unless he was willing to take a shorter deal.
1: Listen, Jake Gardner. I'll bring him up again. Because we're going to talk about the open market. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all to see Jake Gardner get six and a half to seven million dollars on the open market this year.
0: Kevin Chaddick, Kirk Kirk did. Yep. I would argue they're guy that a, roughly up, the same player.
1: The guy that can put up forty to fifty points. You take the, there are you take teams the the that
0: will pay it. There are teams that Edmonton will pay it. Um, Vancouver might pay it. Montreal might pay it. There are teams that will pay it.
1: And he'll probably, he might go somewhere out near home. Min- I'm not saying Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota. No. Like
0: Minnesota just doesn't have the room. Unless, no, they don't have the cap.
1: They have it tied I'm gonna up in say, Suter Unless they
0: trade a Jared Spurgeon, then that opens it up. Yeah. They they have too much money tied up in Suter and Or unless Brodine gets traded. Which I wouldn't do. I mean. Brodine's very good. He is very good. So that's why they should trade him. <laughs> Underrated. I
1: don't hear a lot about him, but Brodine's a good defenseman. He is. Um, Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. And Jake Gardner is going to get that money, it won't be here. They at no. least simply don't have the room.
0: I don't, and you know what? I think the lease would be better off just closing that chapter because.
1: I, if they had the money, they'd probably sign him.
0: I think so. But Absolutely. You, you don't just
1: let him walk if you have the option.
0: I think so. Look, you got what you. You got, I think, more than what you expect out of look.
1: You got how many seasons out of him? You
0: got Jake Gardner. For, Within the Joffrey Lupo trade, Jake Garner wasn't even seen as the probably the main piece in he that trade. He was a
1: throw-in. He was the 19th overall pick in the draft, and he was a
0: He throw-in. was <laughs> Joffrey Lupo, Jake Gardner for what? Francois ba- Beauchemin.
1: Beauchemin and Jiguerre?
0: Hold on. Where was <laughs> Hold on.
1: Oh, trade's right here. God, I love Elite Prospects. Another um, plug. There you go. Leafs acquired Lupo from Ducks. He's not even in the headline. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh,
0: God, what is this? There we go. Jesus. That's a bunch of great out. Uh
1: Joffrey Lupul, defenseman Jake Gardner, and a f- conditional fourth-round pick for f-
0: Boeschman.
1: Francois Boeschman.
0: So just Boeschman. So Jaguar was done. In- okay, wait. Jaguar <laughs> was acquired from Anaheim. I thought Anaheim. No, we Anaheim. got him from Anaheim. I'm so dumb. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you, you got more. I think you still got value from him. What a crazy even trade
1: himself. that is. Yeah. Boeschman, was- who... Uh, yeah, he's a guy. He, he played well he with the did, Ducks. He did well for the Ducks and the Avalanche. He had a good career. He's Decent. not a bad defenseman, but won a cup, I think. To get Lupul, who became an All Star, and to get Jake Gardner, who's now a consistent forty mm-hmm. to fifty point guy, and a conditional fourth round pick. I wonder if they actually get to keep that fourth round pick. Be interesting to see if there's a condition on that. I'm gonna look that up. Anyhow, um, that's a great deal. Hey, knowing the Ducks, they probably seventeenth overall pick Gardner was. Excuse um, me, I always said nineteenth.
0: What was it? It was a
1: conditional pick for... Uh, it doesn't say anything post-traum? on the condition. In the
0: 2013 draft. Let's see. All right, Austin, let's go. Pull out our laptops. Let's check the 2013 draft. I already had my laptop out. Because we, we know what Anaheim has Anyhow, done to the Leafs. What, for we're, draft what were we on
1: originally? Because we went way off the track. Well, I was just saying Nylander was going to get more than that. They did not pick anybody in the fourth round, so I'm assuming that condition was... Well, no, but right. Anaheim
0: got the fourth round pick, not the Leafs.
1: No, the Leafs did. The Leafs got... It was Lupel, Gardner, and a conditional fourth for Boschman. Wow. But I'm assuming... I don't... It doesn't say... In the Unless trade the Leafs look. traded that fourth round pick. Could have. Uh, it doesn't say... In ah, the, here we
0: go. Um, San Jose, Sharks from... And so this would have been note number 12. Uh, the Anaheim <laughs> Ducks... Thanks God, Wikipedia. Fourth round pick went to San Jose as a result of the trade that sent to the fourth round. Holy crap. There's a lot of wording there. Oh, this is... A, you want to see an intricate web of fourth-round pick? Oh, Chicago... So, Chicago got the pick... From the Leafs? From the Leafs in the David Bowen trade. Jeez. And then... What a time. That pick went to San Jose. Okay. Who they selected with that pick. Guy McGuy. Frederick
1: Bergvik. Good for him. Good for Frederick a Bergvik. goalie. Where is he playing currently? Hold
0: on, let me look. He it is not playing, but he was playing in the SHL for
1: Frederick Fredrik, nineteen ninety five. He is playing for Tranas AIF in Division One. He wow. has a nine twenty six save percentage. Wow, Jesus, Chicago! Is- you need
0: that goal, or sorry, no, San Jose. You might need that goalie.
1: What is Division One? What does that even mean? Now well, I'm just division, going down a rabbit
0: it's hole. It's just Sweden uh, Division One, right? I think. Yeah. Well, everyone's Swedish in the league,
1: so you'd have to guess.
0: So what I'm saying here is, it's not the SHL, people, though. you're not giving. You're. you're there's. I don't understand the expectations. I understand what's at stake here. This is not a one one-off. This is not a we're going all in for one year. This is not it. This is not like what Chicago and LA have done in the past. This is about two, three, four years, even five, I think. So, your people may not may have taken uh, it personal when Nealander didn't sign right away.
1: Sorry, Division One is the third tier of Swedish mm-hmm. hockey. I was just looking into that. I, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's just. Dumb. I the, think
0: people just need to. I think what happens is Leafs fans took it personal. Which is dumb. You should not take sports that personally.
1: Nope.
0: Um. I understand. Nylander is not performing at his what he is capable of. I am. I understand that, and I think he deserves.
1: You have to be blind to think. Excuse me. That he's not driving offense, though.
0: He is. I've. You know what? He looked pretty good against Tampa. Looked a lot. He's looked a lot more engaged. I
1: think he's looked better every look,
0: single game. when a guy like him, who's ha- just signed that contract, he is probably he's probably feels the expectations and the, the those expectations on him. I I'm, he's probably putting more pressure on himself.
1: He's going to go through a stretch he, soon. He, he will.
0: I am like if you keep him with Matthews and Hyman, he will. Just please let it, like Babcock. Let it get to that point. And Don't force it. I think if you're forcing it, it's going to make it worse.
1: The Just a final point on all these. Yeah, cause cause we've because been we're going to wrap this yeah, up. We've been talking a lot about free agents and trades and the Leafs' future. I, and I want to eat my cheesecake. And I want to <laughs> eat my cheesecake. Fair. Um, the Leafs are in the most capable hands. Brandon Shanahan made sure of that this offseason. You let Kyle Dubas do his job. He's going to build you a hell of a team. As he showed with the Marlies last year, he can build a team.
0: Dougie Hamilton for the win.
1: (laughs) Jake Muzzin for the win.
0: Now, okay, uh, just just before we end this, if you were to... I I think Muzzin... I think they were looking for a first-round pick and a prospect.
1: Yeah, that's what was reported. Eh. I'd say Hamilton on the high end. That is the best-case scenario. So
0: what would you give up for Hamilton? I'd say first-round pick.
1: First-rounder... Probably, uh <laughs> becomes difficult. They're going to
0: ask for Kapanen. And
1: I would say no.
0: I probably would say... I,
1: How would, about s- I nice would Andreas Janssen?
0: I would try to push Janssen a first, and you can give them another prospect. Maybe another forward Gabriel prospect. Gagne. Forward prospect. <laughs> or even a defense defensive prospect. Is there one that you can... Like a uh, Fedor Gordiev.
1: <laughs> yeah, do it. I don't know. <laughs> My favorite prospect of all time now. I don't know. Like I think. Fedor Gordeev.
0: I just wonder: is there? Is um, there? Is there? A, is there, um, a way? The, I just be, don't even think Carolina would would do that.
1: You know who could be interesting for a trade, and I don't know if anybody would do this because he doesn't play a lot. Is Emily uh, Razzin? He's playing in the KHL right now.
0: I think Carolina would have a tough time with taking. Another defenseman like that. I mean, you want a defensive back for Hamilton you, potentially. You're, like,
1: you're not giving up Sandy San, every time. Sandin or Lilligren. No. You not, in a deal for Dougie Hamilton that not, also includes Andreas Janssen or Caspery Kapanen. Or a first round pick. pick. You're only doing that if it gets you Pareko or Peter Angel.
0: Yeah. So. I would need. I, I I would say you try to swing them Janssen because I think Janssen would work well for that team. Yeah. They're going to ask for Kapanen. They're or not getting Nylander. I they think. Want, that they want they
1: want because of his dad. I mean that would be no, a great No, it's also because he's, he's a great player. He's a speedy player. But also he's Casbury grew up in yeah. around the hurricane, so that would be a great thing for fans. Yeah. On top of him also being a very capable top six forward. Exactly. So, and you could give up a defensive prospect. I, I wouldn't want them to give up a Hollowell or a Dersey at this no. point. they they've been playing. They very need well.
0: they need those guys in the pipeline.
1: Yep, and Do you give up a goalie
0: he, prospect mm, rather no. than rather than give up the forward prospect?
1: No, because there's not one. That's I like
0: I like Ian Scott and Joseph Wool. I think I, <laughs> both of them are potential.
1: There's not one that can slot in that's going to help. We'll Caroline give him right We'll away. give
0: him Michael Hutchinson. <laughs>
1: sure, that'll get the deal done. If That's what seals it for you.
0: Hey, it could, it's an Michael upgrade. On, it's an upgrade on Morazic right now, in my opinion. Michael
1: Hutchinson, Bracco, Brown in a second. Done. Done. Dunyans.
0: Let's go. Okay. Uh, I think with that the being trade said, call, Carolina. I think with that being said, let's. Um, uh, we'll end it there. We want to thank you very much for listening. Uh, hopefully, no leaf trades happen by the time we end
1: this podcast. <laughs> Let me refresh and Twitter to make up. sure. Uh, um. No, I don't think so. so. I think we're all
0: clear. We're in the clear, everyone. So keep on your twitters. Please, uh, let's, let's leave Jake alone now. Not Jake Middleton. You guys can do whatever you want to Jake Middleton. <laughs> I
1: bother Jake on a daily basis. Oh, man,
0: <laughs> we really... So, okay, I'll, I'll end the this story podcast with a funny story. So, Jake, unfortunately, the, the Leaf games are not always on live TV there. So, he watches it on a stream.
1: In America, we're talking about when we... He's in the
0: good old land of the USA where nothing is ever wrong. Um, and in everything no is painless. rosy and no issues whatsoever. Um... So he watches it on a stream. So what Austin and I have done because we see it live and no, we're ahead of him. We, um, we usually give him like a dot, dot, dot when something happens with the leaking. So Austin does dot, dot, dot. I do dot, dot, dot. And then he sees that it's a goal.
1: Jake tells me to do <laughs> unspeakable things to myself. He's
0: like, no, then he's like, I'm going to shake you guys. This is not funny anymore. Yeah. Um, so Jake, we're sorry happened. about that. I'm not. Oh, we got a... What's what's going
1: on? Oh God, nothing. Just Mike Babcock okay. thing. Mike Babcock just, just says stuff.
0: Wait, oh, wait. oh wait, no. Here we go. Mike Babcock mentions Mary Lurphy, who asked about Larry Murphy. S- Larry, Murphy.
1: <laughs> Mary Lurphy. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to read and
1: talk. No worries. You want me to Ma- read?
0: No. Mike Babcock mentions Larry Murphy when asked about smattering <laughs> booze. <laughs> For Jake Gardner in, Toronto, in Tampa last night We better be careful who we're booing I don't think Mike realized I don't think the Leafs media realized Who was doing the booing Yeah I, We know how Mike feels about uh, Babcock so. Yeah
1: But Jake if you're listening to this I will be bothering you tonight probably Yeah I'm going to be covering the Rock game But I will make sure to pull Actually no I'll be watching a stream as well So I'll, we'll both be in the same boat
0: I'll watch it live just to piss you both Lovely. off Lovely
1: all
0: right. Uh, well, and on that note, we will end it there. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll try to get a prospect uh, podcast yeah, up soon. Prospects. I would like to bring in somebody uh, to talk about the po- uh, this prospects.
1: This
0: guy. Awesome. I'm already here. I mean, Austin <laughs> does a lot, and I want somebody who's done some scouting on the road. Um, there's a, two potential guys we can look at bringing in, uh, we'll figure it out. and we'll figure it out. Again, uh thank you for bearing with us, especially those two mini breaks I had to do. Mm. Um
1: <laughs> No more calls.
0: Well no no more calls and no more things going on. Alright. Um Yeah, okay. so we'll we'll end it there and thank you guys for bearing <laughs> with us and make sure you don't boo Jake anymore.
1: Boo uh...